America, my name is Armie Osei Frimpong. I come to you live every Thursday about this time. And today we're going to talk about why the Huxtables were trash parents and what that means. Now, if you don't know who the Huxtables are, there was uh, Heathcliff and Claire Huxtable from the 80s and early 90s television show, The Cosby Show. And if you don't know who the Huxtables are, I don't really know. Maybe you can watch this. Maybe you get something out of it. I don't know. But I'm, <laughs> if you don't know who the Huxtables are, I'd, maybe you just skip this video. Anyway, if you do know who the Huxtables are, you got to figure out what that meant for our generation. The Huxtables were the aspirational uh, black family for aspirational blacks, which is since we don't have as much as we should, is, was a lot of blacks in the 80s and 90s, including my mom. Right? So every black who thought that they were more dignified than their position, uh, who, were, who thought that like they could have been um, Heathcliff or Claire Huxtable, watched The Cosby Show for cues on how to be Claire or Heathcliff Huxtable. And this was a problem because the Huxtable kids were a mess, right? And you can judge parents by their kids. I'm one of those parents, and as I become a like more and more parents, I'm, I'm more and more comfortable judging parents by their kids. You judge a tree by its fruit. I judge parents by their kids. There's no way you can be a, um, a good parent and have five mediocre kids. So we're going to go through the Huxtable kids, how they're mediocre and how their mediocrity is tied to the Huxtable parenting in a way that was non-obvious. And then how that kind of metastasized into other shows. I'm going to talk a little bit about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because I'll be honest, if my kids, if your kids are Carlton and, and, and Hillary, you can't feel that good about what you're doing as a parent. Like, I don't care all the excuses you have in the world. If you have to talk to, if your daughter is Hillary, that's a problem, right? And, you know, I grew up in, um, you know, teaching your little black girl in L.A. to uh, act like a little white girl who's mediocre, act like an obnoxious white girl isn't really... I don't, I don't think that's winning for black life. Um, sure, they might win the lottery and end up being Meghan Markle, but most of them are just kind of confused because I grew up in LA at the time with a lot of uh, black girls who thought they were Hillary Banks and it didn't work out for them. <laughs> it didn't, they're just now confused and divorced. Right? So I'm going to uh, talk mostly about why the Huxtables were bad parenting, how that was reflected in their kids, and then we'll see, we'll talk about some other shows. Family Matters, actually, you know, the Winslows were actually, like, trying to do a thing. But uh, the rest of them, we'll get into it. For now, let me hit the beat. To the beat, y'all! For the world or the government If it was the president Then I would stay fat You leave it up to me I paint the White House Black and no future in your front So it's not obvious that the Huxtables were bad parents, but let's go through the kids. We got Sandra, the oldest. She made it through medical school. We have no idea why. But she made it through medical school marrying a guy that did not exactly have any of the values of their parents, of, of the parents and who needed some work himself and then ended up like quitting becoming a doctor and they both ran a wilderness store instead, which means she made it through all the way through medical school without actually thinking for herself very well. She made it all the way through medical school 
without actually thinking for herself. And she, and she only found herself at the end when she quit the wilderness store business and went back to being a doctor, which means that we don't know the quality of parenting that got her through medical school. We do know the quality. She didn't, she, when she got there, she didn't have enough direction to actually know what she wanted to be. Um, and, you know, Heathcliff and Claire had all of the advantages. They had grandparents uh, on both sides. They, Heathcliff was a doctor. Claire was a lawyer. And still, Sandra was aimless. Going on autopilot, couldn't think for herself. Um, and married you know kind of a guy and they had problems because he was a chauvinist like you find one black guy and he, and he turns out he was a chauvinist and and then they ended up with a wilderness store anyway you got a black pe black people with no direction so you got a doctor but like a doctor who was on autopilot now i do have a story about this um that was a white family because white families do create doctors by accident right so i got one of my friends I was working with him at the bookstore. He got halfway through medical school before he realized he didn't like blood or people. And then got out and quit medical school because he realized he doesn't like blood or people. Right? So, um, and then in his 40s, he, he wanted to go back because he realized he does like money. But uh, that, was, that, was the quality of, that was the quality of parenting on autopilot that, that was done. He made it all the way through to his 40s, just kind of doing what he was told. And then when he finally had an idea for himself, he realized he didn't like blood or people and, and, and quit medical school in his mid-20s. Right? So that's how you raise kids without real directions, with superficial directions. And I think that's bad parenting, right? So that's Sandra. And we don't, like, we don't know, because when the show starts, she's already, through, she's already a doctor. Uh, she's already through medical school and she's about to finish medical school. So that's, like, so that's dicey. I don't think Cosby knew how to raise a doctor with any sort of purpose, right? Because like you need, there needs to be a sort of intentionality, a quality of intentionality that the Cosby's never had with their kids. Then you have Denise, who was such a mess. She was a mess throughout her whole childhood. They didn't actually, they weren't competent in redressing her mess. They didn't take it seriously, but she was a mess. She did have one, I remember she brought home one boyfriend who I thought was actually pretty cool. Uh, he had his Mitch Matt socks and he gave Claire the business. Um, he was a lefty and a radical, but they, but they ended up clowning him and making fun of him and running off. But I actually thought he was pretty cool. But Denise was a mess and ended up dropping out of Hillman, but then having, having to marry a military guy in order to get some sort of structure in her life because her parents were so bad. Denise had to, if your daughter has to marry a military a guy to get some structure in her life because your parenting is so bad, she's marrying him because she has daddy issues because you were a bad parent. And then she had to marry an old man because they were bad parents. Like if you're a good parent, you don't raise Denise. If you're, if you have that much money and that much clout, you do not raise Denise. You, you marry, you raise someone with purpose. Right? So, Denise, product of bad parenting. Product of bad parenting. And, like that, and I think that's, and anyone who doesn't see that is, I think, distorted, right? So, um, so then you have, so Sandra, rudderless, completely a mess. And parents are supposed to give rudders. You're supposed to have, like, <laughs> um, you know, good black parents. Chokwe Lumumba. 
uh, the former mayor of Jackson. Now his son is the mayor of Jackson. Jackson has its problem right now, but his son has a sense of who he is because he was raised by a good father, right? You can say whatever you want about LeVar Ball, but I don't know if you can call that. I think I'll take LeVar Ball as a dad over Heathcliff Huxtable. He kept his eye on his boys and got all three of his boys, even Leangelo, who, you know, not particularly gifted uh, basketball player to the NBA. So LeVar Ball, good dad. You know, Malavia Washington. So, so Huxtables, both Huxtables, they had all these advantages, still screwed up parenting. They created mediocre white kids and then sold that as good parenting to America, which includes black and white America, which is a problem. Because I think a lot of people who tried to emulate the Huxtables like did poorly by their kids. They should have been raising radicals, but instead they tried to raise bougie white kids and then that ends up distorted, right? So then you have Theo. Theo was 14 years old, 13 or 14 years old before they realized he has dyslexia. A doctor and a lawyer were so checked out of their kid's life that he made it to 14 years old before they realized he has dyslexia. That means you didn't teach him how to read. You let your school do the work for you. Like all of the work, like my kids are nine, seven, and five, and I pretty much know all of their intellectual habits. That's, if you're a black parent, you need to know the intellectual habits of your kid. You can't just assume, well, that's too bad. No, like they should have picked that up at like six. <laughs> and said, we're getting this guy a writing tutor at like seven, if you have that kind of money, or like, we're going to work this out and work phonetics and all of that stuff. Like, I'm a little dyslexic. My oldest daughter flips things, but like she came around because we worked, we work on it because that's what it is to be a good parent. So to make it to 14 years old, and this is true. Cosby's kid had the same deal. And Cosby's got a doctorate in education. Cosby's kid had the same deal. They screwed it up until he was 14. Uh, Enos, they screwed. So like that was like Cosby tried to model it, model the mediocre Cosby parenting on the Cosby show with the Huxtables off of his own family. And he wasn't that great of a parent in his own family. You have, you have Cosby money. I want excellence. I want Katanji Jackson Brown at least. Like, 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 and I suspect the Jackson Brown parent um, uh, didn't, the Jackson Brown parents like were a little bit more directed about the quality of Katanji's education than the Cosby parents and cultural development too. Right? So like if we want a picture of, if we want a picture of what excellent black parenting looks like, do not look at the Cosby's because they created mediocre kids. Like that's, that's what like, I, I would rather a documentary about LeVar Ball. Like, I'll be honest. Although, like, I'm, in terms of quality of parenting. Um, because you'd think he, he didn't get three kids to the NBA as a mediocre college basketball player himself uh, by accident. Right? So, like, that's, I want, I, I, I'm disappointed. Right? So, Theo ends up graduating and then um, goes on and becomes a special ed teacher 
uh, as, as a teacher, he becomes a teacher. That's, uh, that's fine. Right. But it's not that he had any sort of independent drive. It's like, well, this thing happened to me. My parents screwed up. So pretty much like Denise, he spends the rest of his life dealing with the trauma that his parents imposed upon him. Right. So Denise had to deal with a military man um uh, because like they didn't give her they didn't know how to discipline her and like grow her into discipline cultivate her into discipline appropriately and then theo finally uh he ends up a special ed teacher because you know but honestly because he had he, he because his um yeah so Theo ends up a special ed teacher but if you're a doctor and a lawyer and your son's a special ed teacher that's not exactly like what America needs out of black excellence and the only reason he was a special ed teacher is because that was a personal struggle for him because his parents were so bad right like Theo should be a supreme court justice or on his way but no like that's that was that was nothing right so um and then you got Tempest Bledsoe, who didn't have any personality or any direction. She was just kind of obnoxious in the beginning. And I think she goes on to college and doing fine. And then Rudy, who they just didn't know what to deal with. And so she just got less funny as she got older. Um, so black bourgeoisie culture did not create excellent kids. And I think that should have been the message. Black respectability politics, black bourgeoisie parenting did not predict uh, did not create particularly excellent or memorable or meaningful kids they created irrelevant white kids the cosby kids became irrelevant white kids and that's a problem the cosby kids became irrelevant white kids and that's why america loved them because america wants black people at best to create irrelevant white kids right the world is not a better place for any of the cosby kids not really like anything they did could have been done by someone who didn't go to Hillman. Could have, could have been done by, you know, a regular white kid. Like the, the Cosby kids were not particularly good for black people. Their lives were not particularly good for black people. And that's the quality of parenting America wanted to see. So that's why we hold up saying that, um, that's why we hold up the Cosby show is like the perfect family because they raised four, five innocuous kids who aren't going to do anything for black people and who needed to be taken care of by other people. Right? Like, um, so, and I'll talk a little bit about the Fresh Prince of Ballet too. Can't say anything wrong about Ashley, Tatiana Ali, because that was my first crush. And I think I'm fine with that. I have no problem with that. Her, uh, her and Kim from a different world. I think that was just fine. But she, she wasn't old enough to ever have any personality. But let's talk about Claire, uh, Hillary and um, Hillary and Carlton. If you're a black parent and like you have all of that money and your kids are Hillary and Carlton, you failed as a black parent. You've raised bougie white kids, obnoxious ones. And sure, they were just code switching or whatever, but Hillary was actually obnoxious. That's an, like life is not good for Hillary. She doesn't create anything of her own. At first, she just waits for Phil to die of a heart attack and, and hopefully doesn't sell her house. Or she, maybe she marries well. Maybe, 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 maybe she marries well. Um, maybe, but she's not going, but that might not work out for her either because she's not white. She was just raised with white entitlements. 
the most obnoxious ones. So you succeeded in, in raising a black, obnoxious white girl. I'm from LA and I know some Hillary's that does not work out very well for them. <laughs> that does not work out. Some of them become Meghan Markle, one or two of them. The really, really, really smart ones um, become like, you know, they, they, they make it on their own. But like the middling one, which Hillary was, because she wasn't ever a brainiac, they do not end up well. They try to make a play and, and think they're white. And then it turns out life tells them that they're not. And it just doesn't, it doesn't work out that well. They might end up divorced or confused or alone or, you know, but it doesn't work out the way they think it, 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 it works out for them. So you screwed up with Hillary, you screwed up with Carlton. And like, I don't like Carlton's not any good for anybody except Carlton. He just ends up confu a confused black guy. Um, yeah, someone says the little sis on the Fresh Prince was chill. She was chill. She was also very, very cute. All right, so I'm, I'm biased on that because I think we were like the same age. And I was like, actually, he's all right. I thought she was like dreamy, right? But you have to understand, as terms of parents, they were not serious about raising excellent black kids. They were serious about raising white kids in black skin. And that's like not going to work out very good for the kids. And it's not going to work out particularly well for the community. And the worst part is that was put off on both white Americans and black Americans as model parenting. And that's the worst part about the Huxtables. They raised those five rudderless kids. They, <laughs> they raised those five rudderless kids and put that off as a model, as a model of what black families should be. Like Heathcliff wasn't out there drilling his kids every day. Like LeVar Ball was like, like there wasn't there. Look, if you're raising, raising, I'll say this and I'm probably going to get some heat. Raising black kids in these United States is a contact sport. And I don't mean contact as in you smack them around. Contact is in like, you got to be with them. You need direct. And like, I don't, I, you can't trust these institutions to raise your kids. And, and, and they can't like, you need to like, your job needs to be a parent first. And then whatever you do as a job, it needs to come second. Because if you think your job is just to bring money to let some other, other institution, some outside institution raise your kid, you're going to be a problem. You need to be in your kid's life in a way that Heathcliff and Claire didn't. They just kind of sent them to school, didn't really check their home. Like this kind of half parenting, this white parenting where they can trust institutions to work for their, for their benefits kids is like for their kids benefit is like is not going to work for black kids and then you'll be surprised when you end up with a carlton it's parenting is not black parenting is not a spectator sport not one bit you need to be in it you need to be in it because every institution wants your kid to be mediocre and irrelevant for themselves and also confused for black people right so America wants you to raise those Huxtable kids because they're not scared of those Huxtable kids. Those Huxtable kids needed 40 years to get their lives together because of their confused parenting. America wants you to raise Hillary and Carlton because they're not threatened by Hillary and Carlton. They're not threatened by Hillary and Carlton. America's like, oh, go ahead, produce Hillary Carlton. That's fine. We know what to do with them. Um, and so you have to understand that that is a problem. And you have to understand that that is a problem and we need to take parenting seriously and be very suspicious of these models of parenting that are put before us. Hey, Barrett, my kids just came home. You want to come say hi to the people? Come say hi to the people. No, thanks. He doesn't, he says, no, thanks. I respect that. That's not too much to say. All right.
So I'm going to go hang out with my kids and just know that you have to, before you call the Huxtables a model family, just because they were rich, look at their kids and look at how mediocre their kids are. And look at how rudderless all five of those kids were. And not and because they didn't have strong, directed parenting. You need to know, you need to have a plan for your kids, black people. You need to have a plan for your kids. And not just trust the institutions to work. Not This isn't even like you need to have a plan for them. You need to have a plan, and then you need to actually execute the plan yourself because you can't trust any institutions or professionals to execute the plan. You can't trust the schools to teach your kids. You can't trust, you have to... You have to do it all yourself. And um, that's just, if you're serious about like black excellence, you can't trust any of these institutions to do it for you. And the, the Huxtables did, and they ended up with five kind of mediocre kids. Um, thank you for your time. And I will see you next week talking about something completely different. Peace.